Okay, um, so I'm here with uh, my grandparents, this is Judy and Ray. I'm just going to have a sit down and talk with them, just kind of ask about their lives, how they met, would be, because uh, <laughs> I've never heard those stories. Hi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, so um, which one, I just, I want to kind of start with, um, just for, I, I've never heard the story, you know, for Aaron, Owen, Greg, Lindsay, we've never heard the story, uh, just kind of like how you guys grew up, which one of you want to go first in terms of like growing up? He's the oldest. Let him go first. <laughs> so, what was it like? You grew up in Arkansas. Yep. It, you you were were you born in in in, in on a cotton farm at grand, my grandpa's. And what was your what was your earliest memory? Well, I guess I got lost in the woods, but I don't remember it. They told me about it, and <clears throat> and I was babysitting my. Mom was well, working in another city south of Mariana in Helder, Arkansas, and my grandparents took care of me for the first, until I was five years old. We, uh, five years old, we moved to Little Rock, or outskirts of Little Rock, Arkansas. We rented a garage to live in. We, that's where we lived. And I remember having my first Christmas there. I was old enough, about five years old. And uh, from there on, we, some way we, somebody built a house for my mom. Or didn't have a bathroom or anything. We had a well drilled out look like a sewer pipe sticking up but a long pipe that goes down lowered into the well and he drew it up and always had a bucket you pull it over the bucket and pull a lever and it just fill up the bucket and that's where we had running water we'd run from the well to the house. So, so it wasn't like now where you just walk in and turn a faucet on. No, we didn't have running water at all out in the country. Wasn't no such thing as running water. No filtered, no, no uh, refrigerator no filtered water. About or nothing. <clears throat> so you got lost in you got lost in the woods and they found you at my grandpa. Yeah, it was getting dark. <clears throat> and I was. Uh, they found me, apparently it's a river down there. It is a river down there. I used to, as I got older, I used to walk down there. They had to, well, anyway, they found me under <coughs> a thorn tree there. Most people have never seen a thorn tree. They're about two or three inches long. And the whole tree is nothing but thorns up the trunk on the limbs and they found me so I was, must have been four years <clears throat> old so you just so it, you just they said you just kind of walked walked like how, how far away from your house was that like a mile or how far did you go well I was a good probably a half to three quarters of a mile at four years old yeah no, we are no houses around. You just wander wherever you want. Have the you, other way, I had a train track. I used to go sit on the train track behind the house. And my grandpa always said, "Don't stick your tongue on that track because it's cold and it'll stick. You can't get loose." Oh. And then when the train you comes. got a cold tra- iron, don't stick your tongue to it because it'll just it'll hang on like it's glued on. The train comes long, you got to get off. But uh, them were the days. So, Do you, have you ever been back to that house? Yeah, I took your mom, Cindy back there they came down I guess they drove the pickup camper down there one time we wasn't with them but they make a 
went down through <coughs> Arkansas and then up through Wisconsin. They got to see Clara, my aunt. She's passed away now. Neil was with him. Yeah, that's when you had that. Was was that, that was in Ar- Arkansas? Yeah. Clara was in Arkansas. I thought that was in Wisconsin. Wisconsin was her. No, that was my side of the family. Oh, that was with the lightning bugs, and she like made her own syrup and jam. Was my mom's sister. Oh, in my head, this for my entire life, I thought that was Wisconsin. And she did live out here. She was the sweetest lady, Clara. And she. when she retired, her husband, Doc, is his name, he, uh, he finally passed away down there. And she lived quite a few years after that. But uh, they, her brother, which is Oscar, gave her some property there just to build a house on but he will own it whenever she passed away and Bertha ended up with it and she got it all, I guess. Her kids are, Bertha's, my cousin, passed away also. And, uh, and so her kids got it now, I guess. But they don't work any farm that I know of. Grandpa had two big barns. He, he came from Illinois in a wagon train, a wagon, covered wagon, and they homesteaded that property down in Arkansas. What, is, what does that mean? They homesteaded. They give you, you, you agree to live there, you'll build a house, and they give you their property. That's what homesteading is. The they government? Built, he, he laid his, he built a farm, laid all this, poured concrete, made blocks. And they built a whole house with concrete blocks that they worked so hard for. And uh, who, did he, who did he get it from, the government? From the state. Oh, the state. Whoever owns it, I don't know, maybe the federal government. That's days when you didn't... So it's an agreement between you and the state. Like, hey, let me live here, and then I'll I'll grow crops or... or yeah. Did they ever own it? Free and yeah. clear? After so... I don't know how that works. Probably after a few years that you lived there, you, you inherited it. It's yours. Oh. <clears throat> the good old days. <laughs> But he had he built a house out of concrete blocks. He made every concrete block. He didn't just go to Home Depot and buy a concrete block. He made a farm. He mixed your own cement. And uh, I don't know where they got cement to mix it with. And then they, had, they built two barns. And for the cows and horses they had because they didn't have tractors them days that early they had horses pull a plow behind it took forever to plow an acre of land and that's the way they got started and before you know it he he got the first well, he got some kind of combine that was pulled by the horses. Then he got a tractor later. And uh, when he first got his first big combine, he was renting his combine out to, to different other people that homesteaded their land. And, and he got his combine paid, combine paid for. Is it to thresh? oats and wheat and whatever he grew there and uh, I remember I don't know how old I was I must have been pretty young I'd get on the combine 
bags under it when you thresh and soybeans. Wait, what? What? Wait, what's what's a combine? Combines is cutting the soybeans or whatever you're thrashing. So it's a machine that you sit in. Conveyor and it separates the seed from the straw. Oh, oh, okay. And you got two bags there. Oh, they're about yay big. And you fasten one on. You start out with two bags. One gets full. You take that one off. You switch by a lever, switches it over to the other bag. So you can take that one off, tie it up, and slide, throw it off the wagon. And you pick it up uh, off the thresher machine. You picked it up with an old trailer pulled by a horse or later with a tractor, old tractor he had. And then you take it and store it in the barns up in the loft. How how old were you when you did all that? It was pretty young. I just barely can remember doing it. I must have been five. Because we moved from there to Little Rock when I was five. I don't know. I can't believe I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, five when I'm years four old. Four years old. That's like I first was. grade. That's a, that's a first grader. Uh, yeah. W- w- I was going to kindergarten down there. Not first grade, I don't think. I'm not a. Isn't it five years old is first grade? Is that wrong? Kindergarten? Yeah, five year old is first grade. First grade. So, uh, do you remember your first day at school? Or your first year at school? I remember I still got some uh, books that I used to. I don't remember what it's about. It drew up his pictures page after page. It tells a story and you colored it, things like that. (laughs) But we had to walk about a, I don't know how I caught the school bus. It came down the paved road and it turned off on the gravel road and made a big circle. Well, I had to walk from there and it was a good mile, I guess, to the where I caught the bus. And I went down, picked all the kids up through the farms. I ended up in Haynes, Arkansas, where the school was. And uh, of course, that railroad track went right through the that town, also. Do you remember, um, like, what, what was school like in Little Rock in 19... Oh, what, 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 what year was that? 1948? Or what, what? 37 must have been 42. 42? So, so what's school like in, in 1942? That's before... That's around World War II. What was, what, was, what was school like in the 1940s in Little Rock, Arkansas? Was it just like a, like 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 a wood? Oh, no, we had a brick building. Brick building. Yeah. Uh, was it like it had a everything. bell and everything? Matter of fact, when we built our first house without a bathroom, it was next door to the school. My mom had about two got two and a half acres, some way or another. I think uh, she got the money from the farm when. Dad, she got $1,200, which was a lot of money them days. She bought that two and a half acres. And later, after we built that one house, she got out of it. She, we didn't have a bathroom. And I took a bath on Saturdays, carrying water in, fill up tubs out of wood stove in the living room. Well, how many, how many kids were at the school? School? Oh, I don't know. Like hundreds, or just like? It probably was hundreds of kids. Did Do you remember? Did you have any friends, or, or did you play sports? What did no. you do in school? There's no. There's no. I was like, too busy working. 
Was it Monday through Friday? School? Yeah. And then what, what were the hours, like 8 a.m.? I don't so, remember. Yeah. I just walked next door and I was home. <laughs> I went to jump the fence. And I was, did, did you have, did they give you like homework to do at night and then bring back the next day? Or was it just all in the classroom? Do you remember? Oh, uh, I guess so. Yeah. My mom was always working. I don't remember. My dad's, I had four dads. First name was Step, or the first dad. Step? Step, S-T-E-P, as his last name. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, my name was Seth, I said that's his, that's his last name. <coughs> and the next, well, the first dad was Ferguson, and the second dad was Step. And the next third Dad was Van, V-A-N. <laughs> These are just he objects. A mechanic. Grandma, you could have been Judy Van yeah, or Judy Step. But his first dad, Ferguson, was his real dad. Oh, okay. These others are stepdads. And then I'm uh, Ferguson. Ferguson, Step, Van. Van, Van and Langford. Oh, Langford's okay. the fourth one. Langford. And he, he brought my mom to California when I came out here. And, uh, and was Langford the nice one? What? Was Lang- Langford, the, the fourth, was he the nice one? Yeah. Uh, but, but they all drank. That's what the problem was. And my mom, really, he was the second one. He came over the head one night at 1 o'clock or 2 in the morning with a railroad spike. Which one? Step. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he bled like, I still remember that. Was They were arguing? Oh, my mom just getting tired. he come in drunk. He gets off from work. He worked for the highway department doing uh-huh. something. Then he'd get off. They'd go to the bars and everything, come in 1 o'clock in the morning. And she just hit him? She's standing behind the front door when he come in and, she stepped out and hit him over the head with a, oh a blunt end of the spike, not the sharp end. He just shut up. Yeah. up. Oh she my it. god, dude! And he got rid of him. <laughs> what do you mean? Like? No, she didn't kill him or anything. She just divorced him. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus. she got banned. He was a mechanic. I mean, with that name, you have to be. And. Uh, it just didn't work out? Oh, it didn't work out. It just That's when she had the little restaurant. She was trying to run a restaurant there. Oh. On I didn't know that. Highway. And uh Like she owned it? Yeah. Hey. I don't know. Hey. Yeah, oh yeah. She cooked all the pies. Did you meet her, Grandma? Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you, she spent some time, your mom spent some time at their house up in Whittier when they moved out here. When she was just a little girl, she'd go up there and spend the night. She never really liked it. Uh, she was scared. She was scared because Grandma had a big doll standing in the corner, and it scared Linda or Cindy, you know. But uh, she'd go up there and spend the night, and we'd go up there every Sunday for dinner. She was a great cook, great cook. And Jess, her husband... I mean, he loved kids. If you wanted to know where your kids were, just look for Jess. He, he just gathered them up and played with them Jess all the time. Jess Langford. Jess Langford, Langford. yeah. yeah. Well, did they pass before I was born? Yeah. Oh, I okay. think they did, didn't they, dear? 82? Oh, yeah. 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 I think oh. so. I think so. Interesting. I didn't know that. But Jess, he, my mom, <clears throat> stopped him from drinking some way or another. Another railroad speech. Another, he... The one that just survived, I think he had a heart attack in 65, or when he was 65 years old. And the others, I never saw him after they left. Never saw my real dad either. Ever in he your life? Before I was yeah. born, down on the farm. And the way he left, he just 
jumped on there. That's when they traveled by jumping on a uh, train and yeah. taking off to city to city, and he ended up in California. You, you, so Never you, paid child support or nothing. He never did mount anything. He picked peaches or whatever to make a living out here. You know. So you never in your life met him or talked to no, him or nothing? No. Did you ever want to? Yeah, but my mom was so mad at him because he wouldn't pay any child support. She run him down, and I... And my mom, well, some way I went to Little Rock and she got out of the restaurant business and some way she built a second house back there. How how old were you? How old were you now? I don't know. Like in high school maybe? Teenager? Probably are still like a little kid. Well, the van. All I can remember about him. I I know I probably shouldn't say this, but he had uh, hemorrhoids real bad. Mm -hmm. And he's an auto mechanic. Uh And he worked in uh, Mabelville where I used to take a bus after my. I think we moved over there in the eighth grade from the little school we was at. Them days, they didn't have any way of curing hemorrhoids. Them days, they call them polyps. Polyps. So what did you have to and do? He, Just deal with it? I could tell you more about it, but I ain't going to say oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He just um, crawling across the floor and he'd push him in. That, that's how bad it was. Damn. Uh, so what is it? One without bad, without I'm jumping back and forth here, and I shouldn't be, but my job was in the first house. Our outdoor toilet, you had to walk away to get to it, and I had a hole dug, and my job was every year we had to move the toilet because it gets filled up. I'd have to dig another hole behind it, and wait. You didn't have plumbing. And you uh, move the toilet over on that hole, take the dirt and fill it back in, cover up the bad. You know. You didn't have plumbing or, or, or no plumbing, or no bathroom, no septic tank or no outdoor toilet. And if you had to go to to the bathroom at night. Like the, the way sun. you did it, I know you don't understand. You always had a bucket about this high with a lid on it, slid under your bed. That's where you went. Next morning, you always took it out and dump it. You had toilet paper, though. Catalog. Okay. A Sears yeah. catalog? Sears catalog. Sears catalog. <laughs> I remember having it out there. Not a glossy one. It's one that paper. Yeah. So if it's like snowing outside, obviously you can't walk into the snow yeah, at night. Right. To... Did you have any animals or pets or, or, or do you remember any dogs or cats? Oh, later. Well, we got the third house built back and we kept selling one, getting improved. The second house had a bathroom though with a septic tank. That must have blown your mind. Third house, I was involved. I was helped build that one. I I got pictures of me. We only single garage, and I had a breezeway. I mean, uh, where you had your washing machines, all concrete floor where it had a drain to it. If you it drained into that, and to was this all still in Little Rock, Arkansas? Yeah. Okay. We had three in a row at the end, but we didn't own but the next third one at the end. But I got pictures of me putting rafters up and the roof on the the garage while my stepdad was out 
working for somebody else, making more money. And when we got to the house, I sawed all the two before framing for all, you know, you nail it to the floor and it goes to the ceiling. I also, he brought a whole load of two before I had to saw them off. Took two or three days to do that. And when come weekend, they come out and start installing them. So you, I mean, so you had to have been like, like twelve yeah, or thirteen, I was, fourteen uh, right now at least. Thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. If you're doing roofing, okay. Yeah, or fifteen. Probably you, were you still going to school? 15. Huh? You were still going to school too. Yeah, in the ninth grade, I was going to Mabelville. Tenth grade, I transferred. I had a paper route, a hundred mile, no, seventy mile paper route. Every and day. I would uh, had to be. I had to go eight miles to get my papers uh, in uptown Little Rock. I'd leave. I had to be there at twelve thirty in the morning. Wait, hold on. Were you are you walking or riding a bike or in a car? Pickup truck. Pickup I started out with 49 Ford, but I ended up with a pickup because I had to call. I had a rural route that I delivered two other people's papers to. I went through a couple towns out there. One of them was Sweet Home. Hold on, wait, really quick. How did you get this job? I just. You just walked it, in? My mom and dad helped me figure it out. They're like, hey, they need some help over there. Oh. Go talk. Okay. Before that, well, let me. Before that, I had a, I was a milk bouncer on a milk truck. I lived delivering milk all over the Little Rock. There. Milk bouncer, milk bouncer. You you run with the milk from the milk truck to the back of the house, and sometimes you go on in the door and put it in the refrigerator for them. Yeah. They what? Trust you. Yeah. All right. But that's a lot of running. <laughs> with a six half gallon glass bottle. Do you, do you remember how you remember how you had me and Craig? Um, it was those little notepads for your real estate business, and you had me and Greg put them on the front porches of the houses. Oh, the scratch pads, real scratch estate. pads, scratch yeah. pads. Uh-huh. Remember how tired me and Greg got? That's two of us, and you were kids with with, with scratch pads. Yeah. I can't imagine whole jugs of milk. Oh, yeah. By yourself. Six of them. This metal crate is metal crate with a handle. About this long, you know, and big half gallons of glass bottles. Yeah, glass bottles, not plastic. Heavy glass bottles. Yeah. And. That's like 40 pounds each. I, every... I could hardly do it. Not every house took six gallons of Maybe I had two houses together. I could walk from one to another without going back to the truck. And this was in cold weather. And I'll never forget the one time I jumped off the truck and there's a real heavy frost out there. And my legs just oh. like that. And milk bottles went all over. And the milk truck driver got upset with me for that's profit, man. dropping his milk. Yep. I didn't, none of them broke, though. <laughs> it was uh, heavy glass, you know. That's the start of your back problem. And that's where, <laughs> that's where I learned to drink coffee. He'd always sitting in the truck waiting on me to come back. He's having his coffee, and then he got me drinking coffee. No creamer, just straight black. Straight black, yeah. with sugar in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. that'll wake sugar. you up. Yeah. Now, how old were you? I know about this story. You said your back started hurting when you, it was like on a swing over a lake and you landed on a log or something? Oh, yeah. How, I grew up in Little Rock there. How old were you? Oh, I was probably 14, 15, somewhere. 14, 15. We'd go about a mile and I had two miles with Dinger's Farm. That's the name of it. We always 
we always cut, he had a creek that went through and we they dug it out next to a big oak tree with a cable come down with a metal ring on it and we'd swing off of that because it's a high cliff it's it's up there about seven or eight feet higher in the water who's we is it you and your friends yeah what what are your friends names do you remember kenneth mickey donald and miles miles okay miles the only one left all the rest of them are dead he he just we just talked last two days ago and uh so that you're all we swing around that one time <clears throat> what made that a swimming hole where you could dive in and drop off the swing is a big tree way before our days been there for 100 years it dammed it up and it was rock on the top side and just dropped off almost like a waterfall if the water was uh running low wasn't a rainy season it'd be a waterfall there and uh what'd you call this place dear wasn't it called dinger's hole or something well their last name was dinger we always <laughs> call it dinger all day everybody said what did you say we were swimming in dinger hole that's what and we didn't think nothing of it because but until i come out here and people said what the? <laughs> Yes, dinger home. And so That's you, my mom always said, do not go swimming till you learn how to swim. Well, we all learned how to swim. We sneaked off and learned on our own uh, to learn how to swim there. But before you could jump in the hole, what did you have to get rid of in that swimming hole? You throw rocks in to scare them away. Oh, yeah. Well, upstream a little bit, and just on the other side of that log that dammed it up was a lot of hanging bushes over the water. And you'd, we'd throw rocks out there to get snakes. They'd rest it up in the bushes. And we'd throw rocks, and they'd run, start swimming upstream, get it away from us. Oh, you love that, Grandma. You would. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, I wouldn't even go. We went down there. I wouldn't go near that. Place. Oh, you went to Dinger's Hole? We went down there just to look at it. Remember, we went up to Dinger's Farm, and when we went the first trip back, and uh, there's no way I'm going to Dinger's Hole with, with all the snakes. No way. Snakes don't disappear. Yeah, they just they swim with their head out of the water, and their bodies wiggling like this. What were they water moccasins, weren't they? Yeah, water moccasins. <laughs> Those are deadly. That's yeah. right. Exactly. What the hell, Ray? <laughs> That's the way we live. The snakes are scared yeah. of you. Yeah. So, and we kept making the uh, swimming hole bigger. And they had a cub, farm all cub tractor on the farm there. They'd, Donald would bring it down, and we, I forget what you call this thing. It's got two handles on it with a chain hooked up to the tractor. That's down in shallower water, and like a trailer, we'd go down in there and dig down in there and get the gravel, fill it up. And if you got too much gravel, you just go over with it. You had to be real careful. Like a wheelbarrow, like a dredge. To Except dredge. it's got two handles, a dredge. A dredge. It's a big shovel, about this wide, mm-hmm. and we dug deeper <clears throat> and wider. And before you know it, we had a Brigadier swimming hole, uh, but I mean, you don't know what a uh, dredge is, whatever you call them. You hook a chain to it, and they, they pull it, and the guy drives the tractor, which done. You had to watch out. If you went over and that, you could get in front of that thing. You should let go of it if you can't keep it. From if it hit a hard rock or something, it tilled it up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it was so, rocks so, down so there that you, didn't want to move. So it's you, Donald, Miles, and Kenneth? Yeah. And you're all in front of Dinger's Hole with a rope, right? 
No, it's a cable. A cable. Out of the tree. A cable. And then is this when did you swing first? Were you the first one to go? Oh, I know. We all had to learn to swim. But I mean, first. like when you hit your back. Oh. W- were you the first one to do it? No. So they did it, and they were fine, and then you... you th- yeah, I did it, too, and I was fine. But I held on too long and swung over, because you are going to swing all the way around back up to this bank, high bank. Oh, I and thought you, you just did this. You, you went around. You end up on top. You end up on side where you could hang on a little bit. So you did, like, Tarzan. You, like, swung yeah. around like this. Or if you want to... You could make yourself go around like that. Well, in this case, I, I held on to it till I got too close to that tree that was under there. It was about that big around with rocks over it. Well, my feet landed on the high side where the rocks were, and I sat down on that old knotty log. It had knots in it where the limbs used to come out. And they... I just fell back in deep water, and everybody had to get me out. How high? My legs would not move. How how far was the was the fall? Would you say probably five feet, ten feet? You're just oh, just guess. Eight feet. Eight feet, and you you just you're the, your lower back lands right oh, on the knot of a log. High bank, you swing off of. Oh well, actually, you could go swing out straight, not around, if you didn't want to. Just go out, mm-hmm. and then you. You dive off. Yeah, that's what I thought you did. Yeah. But you went around. But I never would do flips. <laughs> Everybody else doing flips. And I, I, I was good at just swing your feet forward and you swing back and dive in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this particular time you swung around and you landed yeah, on the log. Far. I don't know why I held on so long. And your but your legs couldn't move. Yeah, there's like parallels. That's why they had to me out and I couldn't walk for a little while there and I laid uh, down up there and and I I couldn't even I don't know how I got home because we had bicycles I couldn't pedal a bicycle and I told my mom that you know she didn't not supposed to know I'm at the swimming hole. I just told her I hurt my back. I fell on a bicycle. But aren't you soaking wet at this no, point? No, uh, by the time she's working. Oh, oh okay. okay. This is in the middle of the day, and she don't get home till 5 gotcha. o'clock. Oh, my God. And, oh, it's, How long did it take for your, your legs to kind of come back? Finally, they came back the next day, but I was in pain a lot for a long time. How old were you when that happened? Teenager? Probably, yeah, or probably around 14 or something. 13. <clears throat> so we're up to 15, 14, 15. When uh, you graduated high school. Yeah. Right. Did you she have pushed any. me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I went through the seventh grade with a school next door. And then we got on a bus, and I had a car. I'd drive it over to Mableville for two years, I guess. And then I decided I wanted to go to where I could get a, learn how to do something. Uh, I had to pay. I had my uh, paper out at that time. I was paying for my tuition, twelve fifty. I think every two or three months. My mom couldn't afford it. And I said, well, I'll pay for it. And Was she still doing the restaurant business? No, this was after. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and so... Uh, I, this school was Little Rock Tech High. And uh, it's all for boys. No girls there. That's why you learn a little more, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the girls was down the road a ways, and uh, it's all girls. And they could learn to be a nurse or secretary or whatever they want to be. I had to take six weeks of 
radio and TV. I had to build a radio with one tube in it them days. Nothing's tubes anymore. And then you go on, and I went to auto mechanic to be an auto mechanic. You, they bring your cars in or your neighbor's cars. And we could put brakes. We could do whatever they wanted us trust us to work on. I think they need that nowadays. Yeah. They should do that. And they should still do that kind of thing. If, uh, next six weeks, I took machine shop. And uh, you had to go to class, and and then you got to run a few little things. But as you graduate to next year, well, you really, they give you a blueprint, a piece of metal, you make a screwdriver or a hammer or whatever. So I know I know you went to an all boys school, but did you have any girlfriends or like any girls you liked or anything? Yeah, I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I didn't have time. To e- easy, right? Okay, careful, girls. careful. I ain't kidding. Well, you look at it. I drive eight miles to get to school. There at the end, and I get out of school. And I run another paper out, Kenneth's paper out. He'd help me on the Gazette paper in the morning. Oh, well, so you ran a route out. before school too? Well, I was—I uh, had to have driver's license, so I had to be sixteen. Mm. I got this rural route, and I talked Kenneth. That's my friend that I grew up with. He helped me out with my my paper out which is a Gazette, 70 miles route. And uh, I'd get home around 5.30 if I had get stuck in a dirt road somewhere trying to Five, take a short 5.30 a.m.? I'd get stuck, and we'd, I wouldn't get back in time to catch a bus, so sometimes I made the excuse so I could drive my car over to Mabelville. Yeah. Anyway, I quit going to school over there, I wanted to go to this education school where you become something if you wanted to. Now I get home at 5.30, and I might have pancake or something, and I get up. I got to take you at least a half an hour to get to school, eight miles away. And I'd get there. School starts at 8. And I'd go to school, and then I'd get out of school at 3.30, and Kenneth would be sitting up there. Kenneth's the one to help me on my paper route. And I said, well, I'll use my truck to run your route. He just had a little, probably a six-mile route in town there because he was trying to do it on his motorcycle. And uh, when I got out of school and got down there where the papers are dropped off for us was about six blocks away. And he'd be there already rolling papers trying to get ahead so he didn't have to do it while we were driving. Because in town, you were throwing them out pretty fast. On a rural ride, it might be a mile between. Uh, anyway, yeah. I get home around six <coughs> or seven. I ain't got time to go fool with girls or anything. I got to try to get, try Getting to study a done. little bit. I yeah. study a little bit for one hour or maybe, and I didn't have time to study. And I got to get up at uh, 1130 because I got to be at Little Rock at 1230 to be there to pick my papers out when they come out of the printing press. I mean, they come. You mean out. you have to be awake at eleven at night? Yeah, you got to be on to be your there way. by midnight to get the yeah the, the stuff. Well, it takes a half an hour to get there to Little Rock. So you pick up the papers at midnight and then go back home and sleep for a little bit by twelve thirty. And by the time you get home, it's probably at one, one o'clock. No, I, I from there. I oh, you just the start the route from there. Start my Gazette. That's a Gazette. Gotcha, gotcha. It's Democrat paper and Gazette. Democrats in the evening, cassettes in the morning. Right. 
Kenneth had his Democrats, and I had the cassette. He helped me, and I helped him. Gotcha. But uh, so then, so basically, you you didn't have any girlfriends, or you didn't bother with them until. No, I didn't have time. What? And then, so after I trying to just get three hours sleep. <laughs> One time in school, I was so sleepy. We had a big furnace there that you heat up metal because you learn it all. You heat up the metal, you can forge it out, whatever you want, uh-huh. and then you put it on the machine and machine whatever you made, forged out, to make something. You got a blueprint. Did you forge a pillow? Well, I was so tired, <laughs> I go in behind the furnace sometime just to rest a little bit, and the teacher didn't know I was back there. <laughs> And I fell asleep. Schools went out. I mean, everybody closed up. Oh, you were asleep for hours? Huh? You were asleep for hours? Um, I slept about two hours past (laughs) school. I didn't get up there till probably five o'clock to where Kenneth's waiting on me, wondering where am I at. (laughs) And there's no cell phones back here. And. I couldn't get out of school. Because it was all locked up? <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep behind that furnace. Nice, warm place, you know. And I, we had them windows that was about head high up there. And they tilt, they crank out, go out. And I crawled out. His house is over here on the other side of the street. Luckily, nobody saw me. I fell out of one of the windows there. Because my truck was over there, and that's the only time I did that. I I don't know what happened if some police would have saw me coming out of school. Like yeah, that. but I never forget that. Did you have any favorite teachers, or any teachers that you particularly liked, or? or? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I. Uh, I could tell you other things that I did and I shouldn't have did. Like, I mean, you're not going to get arrested. Well, I didn't. Uh, I, uh, with the school next door to me in his seventh grade, he's the principal and seventh grade teacher. I never told anybody this. Not oh. even Judy. Oh, this is the good stuff. Here we go. Maybe I shouldn't say. <laughs> I would have had a little job. Before all the paper routes and milk truck and everything, I was working doing something all the time. I would carry in coal to the this big stove that you heated the big rooms up, coal, bricks of corn, uh, coal. I'd bring in a bucket full and two or three, go back and forth. And I'd start up the fire for the janitor. He'd pay me a quarter a day or give me quarter a day and I'd help clean the rooms too but I'd help him out but but the back room of the school it wasn't no house there back there just a building where the maintenance guy had and everything there's a big field behind it and I lived over here next door but I, I went over there in school and uh, crawled in the window. You know, it's almost dark or something, you know. I got in there, and uh, I was having trouble in seventh grade, you know, and tests was going to be tomorrow. <laughs> now, the his super... T- his, uh, what do you call him? Uh, his seventh grade teacher, but he's also the principal. Principal. Of what I'm trying to think of. I knew where he keeps the test scores uh, <laughs> in his desk drawer. Wasn't locked up. You pull out the desk drawer, there's all the answers to the tests we're going to have the next day. That's why I didn't learn too good because I cheated a couple yeah. of times. I only did that a couple of times. Now, yeah, no. <laughs> whatever well, works. I, 
I did all right. I worked all my life. I learned a lot of things. I I worked on my own cars to keep them going back there, paper routes. Another car on the country road over there, it's asphalt. We was going about, I don't know, 75 or 80, and that was 49 Ford. And all of a sudden, something went pow. And all of a sudden, my motor kind of quit running. The other guy went ahead and ran off left me. Well, I got home. It turned out I had a, a hole blown in one of the pistons. It was a V8. And it was uh, Thanksgiving weekend coming up, and I tore it all apart. You had to take the engine out to even get to it, to get the pan off. But I found out you can jack it up so far and just make room, undo the pan all the way around, and drop the pan just enough to get your hand out of there to undo the rod so you can push a piston out the top, take the head off and top. That's why I replaced the piston and rings. I learned that. Uh, I was always working or something. Was your mom... Like proud of you? Like, did she ever? Was she ever like, like, oh, you graduated high school? Or I don't remember really. What did you do for your birthdays? Anything? Like a cake, or a present, or made a lot of banana pudding <laughs> with vanilla flavor. What do you call them? Cookies? The wafer. Oh, the wafers. Wafers. Oh, the wafers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in the. It's really good. I loved it. And what were what were Christmases like? Did like Did you have a tree? The first one I remember, we lived in that garage. The guy's name Woody. He rented his garage out when we came to Little Rock. And uh, my mom was going with some one of them guys. I don't know. He come picked her up. And going to take me to show. So we got in the car, and he backed out and realized he said he forgot something, or my mom did. I stayed in the car with him, and he she went in there and set up a tree, I found out later. Put the presents around real quick. That's cute. When we come home from the movies, uh-huh. there's my presents. <laughs> That's really the only one I remember. That's been five years old, six, something like that. So what did you do after high school? Came out here. You know, I don't remember. I think I quit my paper route, that 70-mile route. I had to be bonded, $400, and it took a year to get that $400 in there. I quit paper route. And I cashed my $400 in, and I bought that Harley-Davidson motorcycle, his used one, but it's almost new. Hey, what year was the Harley? 54. A 54 Harley. And my cousin, Ernie and Lamar and all of them, lived out here in Whittier. And Ernie's going to get married. And Is that the Ernie, I, Ernie and Shelby? Yeah. Okay. They came from West Memphis. They stopped at our house one night with a truck just tied up with stuff is moving and they was pulling a trailer and it is all tarp over it. They came to California that way. But I didn't see him for probably four years or so. And he's going to get married to Shelby. And they wanted me to be the best man. Well, my mom and dad, or my stepdad. Wait, how, old, how, how old are you here? 20? I'm 18. 18. I'm out of school. In California? And my folks wouldn't, they wanted me to go with them to be best man for Ernie. I said, fine. <laughs> but I want to take my motorcycle. And they wouldn't do it. They said, how are we going to do that? And he Got a 55, brand new 55 Chevy station wagon. 
Well, two days before they left, I still wasn't going. And they said, well, if you can figure out how to get that motorcycle in that station wagon, they'll haul it out here. So I took the front wheel off. I drained all the gas and all out of it. And we, everybody helped put it in. I slide it in there, and it's like a dead horse. <laughs> back in the station wagon, you know. Didn't have much room for anything else, but maybe a suitcase or something on top of the motorcycle inside. We stopped at Marysville. That's where I put it back together, front wheel, back on. Marysville is Northern California. California. Oh, it's uh, not far from Sacramento. It's on Highway 70, I think. What is it? Marysville and uh, Yuba City, I think it is. <clears throat> they, use, they, they grow a lot of fruit up there, like peaches, prunes, things like that. So I put it back together up there. We spent a couple of weeks up there or so. <clears throat> My mom knew the people that owned the ranch, and they let me work out to pick prunes, and they, they shake a tree down and put tarp down and let, let the prunes go down, and you pick them up. I made some money there because I only had $28 in that motorcycle when I came out here to California. And I wasn't planning on staying. We got done up there. We I drove, rode my motorcycle to Southern California and, and Whittier where my uncle and cousin lived, Ernie. When, 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 you got to, when you got to California on your Harley, you met Grandma at the wedding of Ernie? Yeah. The night of the rehearsal at church, he walked in. It's the first time I saw him. And that's when you guys saw each other for the first time? That's the first time I saw him. Okay. What did you say? I, Shelby and I were standing up by the altar in church, and he walked in. And I said, that's the guy I'm going to marry. And Shelby said, you're <laughs> crazy. We started dating that night. <laughs>